you. What, what was that? Oh, okay. Jacob? That's the sound a ghost makes. Oh, is that the sound a ghost makes? <laughs> I thought a, a child was being delicately injured and he was going, ooh, ooh, Delicately no. injured? Oh, it hurts. Nah, that's the sound a ghost makes because today's Halloween. It's Halloween. Halloween. Uh, well, for you, for you guys, it is. Hey, this is actually the 31st episode. That's funny. Coming out on October 31st. This is why we were so inconsistent yeah. over the summer so that we could really we space. We had a plan. You guys knew we had a plan. Obviously. And this is so important because, to the plan to, because, because this, this is, is the, the first step, step of many. many. Yeah, that's yes. right. Our master plan. <laughs> the master plan, yeah. <laughs> we finished that at the same, same instance. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, in case you forgot where you was and you were just really scared by the, the ghost sounds, this is Milk and Screams. With who? Uh, what are those guys' names again? Um, uh, Jarble and Jenkins. Smile and Fake Tub. Yes, yeah, Smile and Fake Tub. Wait, we need, we need names that are spooky that rhyme with our names. You know how it always goes. Okay, okay. Um, and I will be... Mummy? <laughs> <laughs> What? And werewolf. That okay. Your mummy and I'm werewolf. Okay, that's not what I meant, but I'll take it. <laughs> I meant is in like you know how it was in the frights instead of in the heights, what we were just talking about. Right. That kind of thing. You know, like I would be something gross see, and I, or scary. I subverted your expectations. <laughs> so now So wait, was I mummy or werewolf? Your mummy. No, I'm werewolf. You're mummy. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Anyways, welcome. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. I hope you guys have something planned for yourselves. Or if you don't celebrate Halloween, something super relaxing for today. Because it does fall on a weekend. That's awesome. Like I said, this is coming out on Halloween because we post on Sundays. So it's the weekend. Have a really relaxed Halloween. Uh, but you got to go work tomorrow if you work. So... You can't go too crazy. And if you're if you if you're not employed right now, give me a high five. Yeah, give me a high five. That's that's good for you. I'm happy you don't have a job. Yeah, who needs them? I haven't worked in years. <laughs> <laughs> so um, today we're gonna talk about Halloween. But first, I want to give you kind of a spooky and like subversive hypothetical. Okay. That's come to my attention literally within the last hour. Ooh. It's blown up on TikTok. Ooh. It's an older thing to my knowledge. It's like a like a mid 2000s thing. It's from Rooster Teeth. And maybe it goes even further back than that, but it sounds like something that would come up on Reddit. You may have already heard it, but this is the first time I've ever heard about it. People are going crazy with it on the memes and TikTok. Okay. Funny. So, why do I know the name the the combination of words Rooster Teeth? What is that? Very very popular um multi-channel network on youtube really um you got people like death battle uh they do video games they do all kinds of stuff um oh yeah yeah like here's the thing like i i'm not the hugest like rooster teeth fan i just know of them right I know, like, okay stuff but i do. recognize i recognize some of this yeah 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 um okay go on but anyways um, so you get offered, this is the, the, the ultimate ultimatum, 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 you get $10 billion, but there is a snail that's immortal that follows you for the rest of your life. You said that is immortal or is immortal? Immortal. Okay. Sorry. I may have mispronounced that word. Immortal. It follows you for the rest of your life with the intent to kill you. And if it touches you, you die. Okay. Okay. You take the money and the challenge. You basically play keep away from a snail for your entire life. And this is a normal-sized snail? Yes. Assumedly? Normal snail. Okay, well, let's think about it. $10 billion. Yes. 
Your set is a lot of dollars. Three lifetimes, probably. Easily. My hypothetical children and their hypothetical children and their hypothetical children and nieces and nephews, if they chose to. Obviously, you'd be set. But the snail is normal size. How would you know? You know? Right. And additionally, immortal just means unkillable. So, like, like if I just got inside of a house and was like, I'm locking up here. Snails don't get in houses, typically. They don't really have the ability to do that the way that other animals do. There's the idea, and this is kind of where it gets kind of dicey. It's like, the snail's magic, so it can go through walls. It's going to find a way inside to kill you. Okay, I see. Like, you can't just lock your door and be like, ha-ha. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it'll find a way through the cracks or whatever, you know. I don't know. Like, like I feel like that's obviously the easy way out. It's like, oh, yeah, easy. Like, I like there's people who talk about going to space and, yeah. like, you know. Colonizing the moon with all their money. And seeing the snails slowly yeah. <laughs> make its way, you know. It, or, like, buying a floating island and setting up a just a, a civilization in the sky and the, and the snail just <laughs> flies up. It's like, I'm here, too. I love the, I love the thought that, like, the snail just goes. Frick! Every time you change directions, <laughs> like you walk towards it, you see like, oh, change directions. He's like, is no, it the come same speed as a normal snail? Yeah, it's uh, same speed. For some reason, that never changed. <laughs> but oh, I'm taking the money. <laughs> yeah, I would take the money too. But I think that would honestly make life more meaningful and have more purpose. For some reason, like I, I feel like the constant chase of just like. Hey, I'm gonna move ten thousand miles this way and watch out for snails. Because <laughs> I feel like if it's the speed of a snail, as long as you get eyes on it before it gets to you, like you could just walk away. Yeah. Pretty successfully. Yeah. I mean, and 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 the money is. I mean, if you want to pour some of your resources into snail diversion, like I guess you could do that. Like right. even even if you just kind of you know paid one guy as like your detail that was constantly on s- snail lookout <laughs> around you, you'd still have like ten billion dollars. <laughs> like you know I'm- that some schmucks would just kind of like like people who have no qualifications for anything like get some high schoolers that want some extra cash and pay them an absurd amount of money to like look out for you for a day like they would take that up wow you become a billionaire and the first thing you do is child labor <laughs> i cannot believe you <laughs> some 18 year old high schoolers <laughs> um I, I i would love to do like like have my house on a big hill and just make it all like a three inch maze like down the hill mm-hmm. so the snail would have to go like instead of just one way up the hill, right? And to go around the maze and like get all the way up to the top of the hill, um, that'd make things interesting. That's where crop circles came from. How would you... all these people were being chased by immortal snails, and they made mazes so that it would take longer for the snail to get to them? Crop circles. Don't touch snails. Ever? No. I mean, what if you you could win a billion dollars? I guess. Uh, are we still in the hypothetical, or are you just telling me never to touch a snail? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> um, what would you do to make it really hard for the snail to get to you? To make it really difficult for the snail to get to me? Yeah, would you just move constantly? I don't think I would move constantly. I mean, I think I would, if I had that much money, and hopefully, you know, so, hopefully I have someone I'm sharing my life with. I would want to be traveling constantly anyway. Um, so I think just constant travel would be, you know, something. And then any place we stayed at, I would make sure that it was at least semi-snail proof. Right. You know? And every concierge would be really confused by the question, is this place snail proof? But then I would explain my situation. And then they would be like, oh, if you give me more money, it will be. And then I guess I'd have to give them more money. Right. Because the only way to explain my situation is to tell them that I took $10 billion, and that's why the snail's chasing me. I would invest my money into making wings for myself, like on my back, and then just constantly hover. And a snail would never be able to touch me. Because snails can't jump. No, they cannot jump. No. That's an astute observation of snails. So, And, and then I'd be <laughs> hovering. That'd be so cool. I, why isn't that a thing yet, anyway? 
Yeah. Immortal snail or no immortal snail? Why can't we hover yet? <laughs> Is that what's going to take immortal snails that have death touch for us to get a hoverboard or, or hover death shoes? Touch. <laughs> <laughs> the coolest power. Touch. Touch. We could call it the kiss of death, but we won't. We're going to call it death touch. I just thought <laughs> that's fun. May I take your hat, sir? <laughs> May I take your hat, sir? <laughs> Oh, man. I love that clip so much. That's one of the best fun <laughs> Me, I take your hat, sir. Me, I take your hat, sir. Oh, man. That's such a good clip. Okay. So, now the oh. topic at hand. I think we've kind of decided, yeah, the snail thing's easy. Hover. Sorry, just SpongeBob. The way they animate that show, <laughs> it makes it tend to, like, Patrick saying that is hilarious in and of itself. But the way they, like, animate him all sparkly and cute while he says it is so good. <laughs> yeah. There are some shows or some clips from some shows that are just in or out of context, just so, like, perfect Absolutely. for the internet or just to make you laugh in general, which is, you know, what these spaces on the internet are designed for. Oh, yeah. And just that clip is one of those clips. There you go. Me, I take your head, sir. <laughs> it's the best. It is the best. Um, yeah, I love SpongeBob. Speaking of SpongeBob, I think SpongeBob has one of the best Halloween episodes ever. Have you seen that episode? Uh, I mean, they have quite a few Halloween episodes, just like stuff with the Flying Dutchman and crap. Oh, that I they guess, do all I guess during the, Halloween. I guess that's a good point. But there's this one from like way early, and it's and it's uh. In its series, or, or, I don't know, in its, there's a word for it. Anyways, way back, um, and like they have these like uh, costumes that are like super realistic. The animation super nostalgic, you know, like mm-hmm. old original SpongeBob, uh, and they have a costume contest. Like Sandy's a fish, uh, and like and I like, don't remember this. Yeah, and then like SpongeBob, like uh, look up like old SpongeBob Halloween. Um, SpongeBob has like his brains out, and he, like it. It's just so cool. Really, really, really weird and kooky. Are you, are you seeing what I'm, what I'm kind of describing? Uh, oh, yes, I do. Where he like he kind of looks like a dog bone almost, the, just the shape of him. And yeah. It, yes, I totally remember this now. I I I love like seeing clips of that on the internet. Like whenever um I'm scrolling Twitter like during October, like I love seeing that. It's just God, so it's good. So it's so creepy, honestly. Yeah, and I I love when kids shows go that route. Um, something that we've been doing, uh, recently, I think we talked about it last week too, uh, is watching the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh my gosh, those Halloween episodes. Yes. They're all so great, but I don't know how I missed the Simpsons. Like I, of course I know when it's around and like spider pig was the biggest thing in second grade. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was like, Oh my God, spider, spider pig, pig, spider pig, pig. like everybody. Pig. And I was like, okay, can that's Homer Simpson. Bro. I understand that now. Like I get it. No, he can't. He's a pig. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like we just, it's on Disney plus. So I just decided to put it on and we just been watching random episodes. And of course in October they have, um, every season, almost every season has a Halloween episode called Treehouse of horror. Yeah. But this year is the 31st episode. So they so we've been watching like every single one to try and like, you know, watch them all within the I think October. we're up to like 15 or something. I think we're actually up to 18 now. Are we because, really? Because we watch like three episodes a night. Um not a night, but like, you know. Right, every time we turn it on, we right. usually watch about three of them. Um so we're a little behind now, but we're going to catch up. But they're all just, I mean, so funny and so creative. Yeah. And some of them are pretty spooky and, like, you know, sinister as well. I yeah. love when, like, animation can do that. But- and the Halloween episodes, the way they work is that they usually do about three different Halloween stories. And they have some clever title. Um, but it's not just, it's not one episode that is Halloween. They're all things that definitely didn't happen. You can just tell by the outcome of the episodes. But... Uh, or just the the time frame they put yeah, it in. Different yes. There's yeah. They're they're just stories, and they do about three of them in an episode. And especially some of these later episodes we've been watching, every story doesn't have a resolution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it yeah. kind of just ends. Usually not with like the positive revolution you'd expect out of a TV show. Like 
Uh, they or were a like sitcom, like specifically, like right, sitcoms yeah. are so structured, like they, like they literally, like, and Family Guy is famous for this. I'm, I'm never talking about The Simpsons, but like they always have to have that weird, dumb, heavily handed, like, like scripted, like I love you, Lois, at the end of the episode, right? But like, and, and The Simpsons kind of does that too. But like the Halloween episodes, like I think more, like the King Kong one, like. Homer just destroys the city and then it just cuts to black and it's like dun, 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 it's bun. literally the end or like like one of them they um Bar- uh, Bart and Homer didn't get on to the rocket to evacuate the earth and they yeah. got sent on a rocket that was going into the sun and then they just ejected themselves out of it because they were like because some annoying person was on the plane and they were like the sun's gonna take too long so they eject out to kill themselves in space yeah. and, and so then, they just die and then credits <laughs> and then credits there's no like oh we ejected ourselves to get out of the situation and somehow got saved no they just die yeah it's so great it's so funny um yeah I, I, and i stopped and it's so funny because like it's kind of like it's like going back in time almost because a lot of a lot of the stuff we really don't get because it's like from like the late 90s yeah. when we were like really young mm-hmm. and we're getting into the 2000s now. But like um, it just it boggles my mind like there was a whole world of, mm-hmm. of before us and they, and they, they constantly reference it. Yeah, there are there are a lot of jokes that uh, that I'll reference someone that was really popular in the 90s that they maybe thought would hold up and that we literally have no idea who that is. Not because we're too young, but because that person literally just only stayed famous so for obscure. that little amount of time that they were being referenced in The Simpsons. You know, I wonder like if there's going to be like some micro celebrities that we have now that will that will that will stand the test of time. I mean, I'm sure there will be. It's kind of oh, like the for same sure. thing. But like, like I think of people like who are like infamous now, like Charlie D'Amelio, for yeah. example. Like, literally the most followed person right now on the internet. Like, 120 million people said, "Hey, I want to watch her videos." Like in 20 years, is she still going to be like immensely popular? It depends like, on what this whole TikTokers turned actor actresses thing I guess. turns into. Because although she hasn't been in any movies yet, to my knowledge, she's only like 17. She did um, she did a she did voice acting in for some movie recently, didn't she? She was in some animated movie. I, I think. think you might be right. Um, some really low budget animated movie, probably. Yeah, I'm not sure what it was, but um, obviously, like her sister is wanting to be a musical artist. Addison was just in a movie. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it depends on how it all shakes out. My guess is that in 20 years, she won't be immensely popular, hmm. but she'll still be around. Yeah. Doing some sort of content. She'll like show up to like Comic Con. She'll be like, "Hey, remember me? I had 150 million followers." <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, "Yeah, I remember you." All right, later. You know uh, what to call Renegade. <laughs> <laughs> um, so cool. We should we should talk about more spooky stuff because I I, I want to just go back and just talk about some classic Halloween tales, like some of like our favorite memories from childhood, some yeah. favorite Halloween stories, some spooky stories. I saw. A picture on Twitter the other day that got it was one of those viral ones, um, and is it something to the effect of like you know I'm this old and it was a picture of just some Halloween costume that had you know red quote unquote blood running through it and there was a little pump that you had to squeeze to make the blood yeah. go through it that sort of thing you know and I saw that and I was I, I loved those costumes yeah. I I went one year as the Grim Reaper when I was like. I don't know, 10 or something, 9 or 10. Really? I, I had like the whole black cloak and the mask and the um the scythe that went with it. Um and it was kind there was kind of like this the clear bony thing underneath the whole cloak and you could squeeze the thing and it was like green blood. It was like bright green that ran through the skeleton thing. I thought it was awesome. And I scared a bunch of little kids. I made a couple cry just kind of walking, not meaning to, but like walking down the street, kids would see me and cry and run away. And um, I never took it off though. Cause I didn't, I didn't feel bad. I thought it was super. I thought it was one of my coolest costumes ever. When I was about that age as well, I really wanted to be something scary. And my mom was really against it for some reason, probably a good reason. Probably I was, I was too young or something. 
But I was like picking out costumes. Like I wanted to be a werewolf really bad. Uh, and I was like, here, mom, I want you know, I want this costume. Maybe it was because it was too expensive, but she was like, no, put it back. I'm like, we we had this like battle, battle, battle. And then finally, and I had this costume in my closet for so long. I got like this biker costume, but it was like a a it was like a plastic mask, but it was metal. It looked like faux metal. Right. And it was gray, and I had spikes on my jacket. And I, and I thought I was the coolest. I had the gloves <laughs> and everything, and I wore pants, and I thought I looked so cool. And like I looked at that costume, like when I was like sixteen, I looked it up on the internet, like it's like you know, <laughs> you know, dead biker or whatever, uh-huh. and it looks so stupid on a ten year old. Like it was so dumb. Like, <laughs> like I thought I was the coolest, baddest mf'er, and I just looked so stupid. And that's probably why my mom was like, Jacob, you know, no, we should wear this. Um, but my mom loves Halloween and her whole family really digs it. Um, my aunt Mary and, and my, my uncle and my grandmother, they all pretty much live in the same house and they've lived in the family house for as long as we, uh, have like as long as they've, they've been there. Like my mom's childhood enough. They've all lived in the same house. They've been renovated, but like they've lived there and every year they spend about like I would say like almost a thousand dollars or so on like new decorations to like decorate the like I I, I wish I could show you now because I'm sure they they are almost finished with it or they have already been finished with it right they're this year's Halloween it it's insane like they have stuff coming out of the ground there's like skeletons everywhere like they have big skeletons that sit like in in like a throne of bones yeah. they have like fire and stuff like that like it looks like an actual like haunted house like it's insane and my mom when she was in like high school high school and like college age she used to do haunted houses all the time like she would go and act in haunted houses um there was this one in pennsylvania that was literally built out of a penitentiary like an old like closed down penitentiary and they they would you know run it out for the month of october and november and have a haunted house and it was and they have videos on the 80s that are on youtube of my mom scaring the living daylights out of people and like it's so funny to tell people that and like they know my mom and it's yeah it's it's a very weird you like if you met rachel you would never guess that she's so into halloween and scaring the daylights out of people that's just not the vibe that she gives off and like to be fair now like like we really don't get into it like at at, at connor drive anyways like my mom would love to go back up north during halloween and be like up there with all them and you know chill out but Right now, we really don't get into it. But when I was much younger, this is probably one of my favorite Halloween stories ever. <laughs> when I was much younger, like 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 six years old maybe, um, I don't even think we were in church yet. This is how long ago this was. And we had built like a little haunted house in our garage. So we just moved to Connor Drive. Our garage is not that full. And like we have like a witch in the garage. And so for some reason, my mom is taking uh, – bunch of people out to trick-or-treating like she's taking like some of the like my my little sister and then my little little sister and then like maybe Brittany too they're all they all left me for some reason to go trick-or-treating and I was in the house by myself and my dad was at the front of the house like taking candy for or giving candy to the kids <laughs> that's taking candy <laughs> he was giving candy to kids you'd open the door when the kid walks in and they'd be like trick-or-treat and he'd look in their bag and be Give me that. All right, get out of here. I know what it was. My dad was in the haunted house. So he was, like, inside the garage, like, on his motorcycle, like, you know, and, like, you know, scaring kids, but giving them candy. So, so I didn't want to go in the haunted house, and all the other doors were locked. I don't know why. I was just so young that I just didn't think to unlock the door, but I thought I was going to miss Halloween. <laughs> so I was just, like – like sobbing, like looking out the window, like like somebody help me! Yeah. I think people saw me, but they probably thought I was a some, prop in the a house. Prop in the house. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm the crying kid. <laughs> oh my god! And like I came back, my mom came back. I mean, she was like, "What? What is? Why are you crying?" I was like, "I thought you guys helped me over." <laughs> said, no, come on. Did, did, did the government stop Halloween yet? <laughs> we walk outside. Halloween's over. <laughs> Dang it! Missed it again. I love that story. Like, like it's like it's so Jacob to be like, don't un- unlock the door and like walk out, or or don't go through the 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 the, the fog in the garage and walk right. outside. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> just cry instead. Just cry. Yeah, it's so Jacob. I um that just cry is kind of young me as well. That's very young me. There's a picture. I don't remember. I I think I was five or so. There's a picture in the Crestview newspaper from when I was five of me next to these two, I assume, young teenage girls that had dressed as witches, and they terrified me. And there's a picture of me in the newspaper sobbing at five years old next to these, like, two witches who are, like, confused why I'm – they have, like, that sympathetic, oh, look at the tiny child crying because of us face, you know? They're like, oh, that's – oh, they're crying because – you know, that face? They had that face, and I was – sobbing my eyes out in whatever costume i was in i probably a ninja if i had i literally every single year i would walk into walmart and think what costume we're we gonna get because you know we had to get cheap costumes we just went to walmart mm-hmm. and every year i would see a ninja costume and every year i would think i want to be a ninja again <laughs> because the ninja things were always the coolest ones to me yeah. and i would pick up the little plastic katanas and i would see you know how easily they bent, and then it would get a crease in it, and I'd be like, I didn't do it, and I would put it back. <laughs> and I always wanted to be a ninja because the pictures on them always look so cool. Like you're covered head to like, you're covered head to toe in you know freaking bandages, but you're like a bandage ninja. You know, mm-hmm. I always wanted to be a ninja, so I'm pretty sure I was a sobbing ninja in that picture. So, weeping, weeping ninja. Um, I don't think I ever was a ninja. Um, and I, I honestly, I can't remember a lot of my early costumes when I was younger. I know I was Spider-Man one year um, and Darth Vader. I have a very vivid memory of being Darth Vader and my, and my dad taking a picture in front of the pond in front of our house yeah. of the Darth Vader costume. Um, I, maybe I had Hulk hands one year. Um, but once I became a teenager, that's when Trunk or Treat started at LifePoint. Right. And I have so many vivid memories of Halloween. Like that was yeah. the best Halloween. So it was trunk or treat because it was on a different day than Halloween typically. Yeah. So you'd have that day and then you did get to go and do it was double candy, double candy. Now, if you guys don't know what trunk or treat is, I feel like I, when I was younger, I kind of thought it was just something we did, but as I've gotten older, I've met quite a few people that have engaged, like have attended a trunk or treat. But if you don't know what it is, essentially, you know, a, I don't know if it's mainly a church thing. I know a lot of people do it. It's, a lot of organizations do it. Yeah. Um, but basically, a lot of people come together, and anyone who's like an an adult member of that organization that wants to volunteer brings their car, and they kind of turn their car into like a almost like a mini haunted house. It's just like a mini Halloween attraction. And if you know, some people will like set up multiple cars, and you can walk through. So it's kind of you know a longer haunted house, but basically there are a lot of cars that ha- that are Halloween attractions, and then you know the rest of your grounds is set up to just you know a bunch of games and you know candy. It's like a mini Halloween event where you don't go trick or treating, you go trunk or treating, you go car to car to get candy, and you play games to get candy at other places, and it's just a fun Halloween event that's consolidated into one space. Yeah, and we had this huge parking lot at the church, so you know, like you know. 30 cars would come in and pull up and they'd get decorated like on that Sunday. Yeah. And there's always so many cool cars to go to. People would add on things to their cars, like, you know, like a broken ship or like, you know, like James and Alicia always brought the Star Wars stuff. They'd have these crazy cool like booths where they you like you do shooting games because mm-hmm. they had so many Star Wars equipment, or, like a lightsaber duel. Um, but my main, my main reason that I remember those things so fondly is because of my mom's like amazing, amazing amateur costume making abilities. Right. For some reason, she's just a workhorse, and she loves to like make things that are in her head come out. And like, she's so creative in that way. Like, we had a a princess. They wanted to do a, a Disney princess meet and greet for like the church and for the for the little girls and whatever and my mom you know was like looking up like how much disney princesses were on, were online and of course they're absorbently you know expensive like very yeah. very expensive especially for like a full adult size you know teenagers you know i was gonna say women but you know they were teenagers <laughs> in the costumes um 
And she's like, well, why don't I just make the dresses? So she would go out and buy, like, ball gowns and, like, wedding dresses that were, like, at Goodwill. And she'd literally paint them, like, like whatever color they needed to be. And she'd, like, recruit, like, the teenage girls to the church. And they'd dress up as princesses. And they looked, like, amazing. The costumes look incredible. She made my Halloween costumes for, like, five years straight. I had this old zoot suit that I wore to some costume party a while back. And she was like, let's make you Frankenstein this year. She dyed my hair black. I had this green like makeup. I, I remember your Frankenstein. The best part about that costume, because I was so small and I was like so awkward looking, mm-hmm. it was so perfect because I like I, I already kind of walked like Frankenstein. My mom gave uh, let me have these old motorcycle boots that she had that like fit my feet for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> she let me have those, and then she tied like she she taped with black tape like uh, little like pencil holder buckets to them that looked like platform boots like it may look like platform boots so i was like 10 feet tall and the buckets <laughs> were hollow so every time i stepped you heard like my footsteps like boom boom yeah. boom boom like i remember like terrifying people and like people being like that's such a cool costume and like i i just have so many good memories of like my mom being like so creative in that in yeah that time um Another one, when we were all, as a family, we dressed up as the Wizard of Oz. So my sister was Glinda, is that her name? The witch? Uh, yes. Yes, Glinda. Glinda the good witch. Glinda. Um, my mom was the cowardly lion because she has the big, bushy, blonde hair. Emily was Dorothy. And then I was the Tin Man. Is there anyone missing? No. No, Glinda. The Scarecrow. My, my grandma was a Scarecrow. She was just sitting at the car. Was anyone the Wicked Witch? No. My dad was not the big witch. <laughs> <laughs> what was your dad? I, I don't think he dressed up. I, th- I think maybe he had to work or something. Um, boo. <laughs> boo. Boo, Mike. Boo. boo. Adults that have work on holidays. Boo. What if he was uh, one of the little munchkins? <laughs> or Toto. Um, I wish, actually, honestly, if he was going to go, I would request that he be the wicked witch. <laughs> black dress, black pointy hat, green. You would not catch my dad dead. I know, but I want to. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I was the Tin Man. My mom made the costume again. And for some reason, everyone that year went as Dorothy. Um, really? Desiree English. And then there's another really pretty younger woman at the church who went as, as Dorothy as well. And I remember them taking a picture with me for some reason. I mean, not for some reason. It's pretty obvious. I wonder what uh, – I guess they – I don't know why they walked out to me and said picture. You know, I, I was dressed in a really good Tin Man costume, and I had a little heart on my, my chest. And – Pastor Dave walked by and said, hey, Jacob, they got your heart pumping, huh? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that was a – especially years later, I'm like, that was the dumbest joke, like, ever. But, such a- but for young you, you were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Shut no. up. Shut up, Pastor Dave. God, you keep walking, stupid. Yeah. Uh, I – I don't remember a whole lot of my costumes because we never were that super into Halloween in terms of decorations and costumes. Like we liked having candy, but, and I know we went trick or treating a lot. I think we went every year, but then there was a point where I was like, am I too old to go trick or treating now? I think the answer is yes. Like I can't think of you being a trunk or treat for some reason. Like did you- I was at most of the trunk or treats. Yeah. And then at some age, I still went to trunk or treats, but I stopped trick or treating. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was like 13. It was the end of middle school because I remember one year being at Adele and CJ's house during Halloween and my family went and trick or treated in that neighborhood. And I just stayed at the house with them and we watched some movie. I don't remember what it was. It was. Yeah, I mean, it was just a movie. It wasn't even a spooky movie. I remember it just being a normal movie. It was not Halloween themed at all. We just watched like I don't know, Princess Bride, Grown Ups or something. Grown Ups. Um, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember what it was. But after that, when I was out of high school but still in town, those two years I did state college. Both those years for trunk or treat, they had done this new thing where they got. Um, girls from the church to volunteer to dress up like the Disney princesses and half of them were on the stage in the gym for like half of the night and then the other half were on stage for the other half of the night um, and they got me and Chuck to be like the the squires on the two staircases that would lead the little children up to the princesses and then lead them back down which was adorable I have a bunch of insanely cute pictures of myself from that night just leading little children up the stairs um, 
But then whenever we had to make an announcement to the gym, me and Chuck had made a pact that when we made an announcement, because, you know, the whole thing was like a royal affair type thing. So we decided that when we made an announcement, we had to use fancy words and only fancy words. Not one word of our speech when making an announcement was allowed to be a word that we used normally. And it was tough to make an announcement on the whim without using words that you typically use. So I think I accidentally one time called them slovenly dames because I was just using words that I'd never used and I used slovenly and none of the none of the girls that were dressed as princesses knew what that word meant because they're all too young to know what the word meant. Uh, but I remember getting a couple looks from some of the parents. And as I said it, I was like, wait, I know what that word means. Can't take it back, though. And I kept going. And then Chuck was like, did you just call them dirty? And I was like, no. But yeah, I didn't mean to, though. I was just trying oh, to use no. words I don't use normally. Slavonic. <laughs> So oh, that was a problem. Other than that, those were usually really fun. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Cuz we didn't have to dress in costume, you know, we just dressed nice like a button up and a, you know, like a bow tie, suspenders. Bow tie. That was always fun. But since I've been here, the BCM always does a Halloween party at Eddie's house every other year. So my first year here 2018 was that party. And there's always a theme to the party. And if you don't meet the theme and or you're not in costume, you are not welcome into the party, which is great. He's very strict about it. And his house is always decked out with Halloween decorations. And he does a different theme at his house decoration wise every year, regardless of whether whether there's a party or not. And his house always looks phenomenal. So my first year, it was um, the theme in terms of the costume was you had to be dressed as somebody in a video game and it was kind of loose. It didn't have to be an originally video game character as long as they appeared in a video game. So a couple of us went as the Incredibles. Um, We bought these like $20 onesies from Walmart that were, you know, Incredibles onesies. And we got there and our friend Tim happened to be dressed as Frozone as well. So we got a couple really cool pictures uh, with him and he had a fantastic Frozone costume. Um, And he always does this like, kind of clue mystery game in the middle of the party as well and you can you know elect to play the game or not and that's always really fun and then after we left a couple of of us were just like some of these houses still have lights on let's just go ask them for candy (laughs) so it was kind of late but some of the houses still seemed to be participating in festivities so we went to any house that still had their porch light on was like uh trick or treat (laughs) i know we're college kids but like what do we care there's kind of that point that you reach, especially when you're in college. There's like that middle ground from like 14 to 17, 18 years old where you're like, this is not cool to do anymore. I'm not going to do it, whether that be trick or treating or, you know, whatever. Right. And then you get older than that and you realize it definitely is cool. <laughs> it was always cool. You're going to do it now with your friends, regardless of whether other people think it's cool or not. Yeah. And so that was that moment. Some people were like, yeah, we're leaving. And then like me, Colin, Coral, we were like, no, nah, we're going to go get candy from some of these people. <laughs> That's funny. And then 2020 was supposed to be, you know, the other year. And we didn't get to do that Halloween party. But we did have a Halloween party uh, at somebody else's house from the BCM. Because he has this huge, massive plot of land. And, like this huge farm. So it was it was like a, it was able to be a COVID safe party just because we were able to distance so, so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were these... So Coral, Maddie, and I don't remember who the other one was now, but there were three girls that were being the chipmunks, and then they wanted me to be Dave. I remember this. And so I went as Dave. I just like grabbed clothes that I had, and I just I I did as close to what I could as what he looks like in comics or animation, and so I dressed exactly like him, and then I went, and there was the costume party, and. They were insistent on me screaming Alvin when we got up there. And so instead of doing that, I still did that, but I made it a like a uh not a speech, but I made it a reason to scream his name. And I got everyone to laugh. And then everyone afterwards was upset that we didn't win the costume contest. 
And I kept telling them, you're only upset because I screamed Alvin and everyone laughed at that. Like, there were costumes better than ours. <laughs> like, Mitch and Bridget came as um, Pacha and Cusco, mm. which was really cool. They had great costumes. Matter of fact, one. <laughs> so there was uh, Stephen and Val came. And uh, Stephen was dressed as uh, Danny Tanner from Full House. Uh-huh. Like, he had cleaning supplies. And he just kind of looked like Danny Tanner. And then... Because he doesn't have a wife in the show, it didn't make sense for Val to be any of the other characters in the show. So she came as the house that they live in. Oh, my God. It was so no funny. She, she just had like she she just had like like a like double poster board over her <laughs> with the picture of the house on it and like the rest of her clothes. And she was kind of like. She had some things on her body to make it look like she was a house, but she was just the house from That's full so house. funny. It was so good. Oh, what do you think about corn mazes? Corn mazes. I have been to one corn maze. I love corn mazes. Um, they're so much fun. I think they're, they're better than haunted houses to me. I don't know. I have a weird relationship with haunted houses. I really like them, but I'm also, like, really skittish for some reason. Like, I just, like, for some reason, they really freak me out sometimes. Really? Especially if they're done well. Like, w- this isn't during Halloween, but in, like, July, I went up to Jersey, and we were on the, um, the, <clears throat> we were at Wildwood on the pier, and we were, it was nighttime, so it was, like, lights and stuff, but we really couldn't see where we were going. We kind of just, like, hopped in this line. And it looked like this goofy, like, uh, tram car ride, like, above, right. like, you know, like, the Wildwood, you know. And you kind of sit there in the boat. So we're in line for this. And I didn't realize we were in line for a haunted house. We totally, like, I don't know why. Like, I, I, <laughs> I was a full-grown adult. Like, I don't know why I got tricked into going to a haunted house. <laughs> but I did. I got tricked to going into this haunted house. And I got, like horribly scared like i remember like shaking i was like why am i so scared like there's literally like like they were like they can touch you like they were like talking like that and i was like they can touch me (laughs) what if there's a real murderer in here (laughs) like what so like i don't know i got really scared and i went to halloween horror nights one time imagine being in a line that you don't know what you're in line for and there's people just going they can touch you (laughs) they touch you (laughs) you don't know you're in line for a haunted house you're like what who's touching me what do you mean who can touch me why why can they touch me i didn't tell them they could at that point it was clear that i was going into a haunted house it was a very long line so (laughs) we got in line and it's a group of like 10 of us and my cousin connor of course is like the the, the group leader mm-hmm. so he's like he knows where he's taking us and like i think three of us were oblivious to like where we were going we they were and again like the way it's the the line was designed it looked like we were going on this like dumb mm-hmm. you know hor- like uh ship ride and we, we go down and down I'm like right why are we underground like, <laughs> he's like oh this is a haunted house I'm like what why do the lights get black yeah and then the, and then at that point why are people like, saying people can touch me <laughs> 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 I still have not pieced this together. <laughs> um, I also went to Halloween Horror Nights um, pre-COVID. I think back in like 2017. Uh, it was a while ago that you yeah, went for sure. Twenty, I think 20, 2016. 16, actually. Yeah, that's right. Um, and it was a lot of fun. But again, I was a big pansy. <laughs> there were some really cool ones like I, like that I was actually admiring because they were cool. <laughs> but there was just some really scary ones. Like we went to the Exorcist um house and and like take the the start of the house is in the living room and then you walk back into the bedroom where the entire exorcism happens in the movie it looks exactly like the movie because it's universal studios and you walk in and the girl's laying on the bed and the priest is talking to the parents and he's like the real people stand there talking to you so as you walk in you go around the bed like you walk around it you go into the closet but as you walk into the closet you open the door and go into the next room, but it's designed like you just walked in from the same door you just walked into, into the same exact room. Oh. The scene's changing. So you're walking in, and it's the exact same scene, but the, the, the time has progressed. Right. And it was the most trippiest thing I have ever experienced. <laughs> Everything looked the exact same. So it literally like, was like a square, but like I don't know how to explain it other than that. I hope I explained that correctly. But I walked in and the scene progressed and like she was like, you know, riding mm-hmm. on the floor and then you walk into the next room and she's Were you like ever floating. walking back into the same room? And like so the people were kind of changing 
behind you mm. in the same room. Like, like pretend like you walked in and maybe you went into eight different scenes. So instead of them having eight different rooms that looked the same, there were four different rooms that looked the same. And after you left the first room, cast members went in and set up for what you would see as the fifth Maybe. Scene. I don't know. It'd be a good idea if they did it that way, but I think it's a constant stream of people walking in. Gotcha. So, so there's think, no way to like. I, I think, and they have enough. Sorry, they have enough room too. Like they don't have any like lack of space. That's true. Some of the stuff they do in there, especially because all at night they have so much room in the studios. Like there's just an enormous amount of room. Right. Um, we and we went to the Walking Dead one. I I, I don't know why I didn't think they wouldn't like recreate scenes from like the the show, but they like they recreate exactly what's mm-hmm. happening in the show, and it's it's really scary. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I've always wanted to go to like the Halloween Horror Nights, or I've been in Disney around the October Halloweenish, you know, time. I've never been at Disney during Halloween. They've changed a lot of the stuff recently. Like, they, they, they've yeah, added, they've added a bunch of spooky stuff. Like, I've seen it on TikTok. Like they have like Marvel characters like doing like shows, like interactive shows. Yeah, I, I don't know if I would enjoy that so much. I don't know. It's it's hard for me to gauge like based on the TikTok that I watched, if I would, like, actually go seek that out. But, like, Sid has one from Toy Story, like, uh-huh. a, t- a sadistic toy, you know, possession thing. Yeah, they've added um, quite a quite a few things yeah. that I really want to, I really want to see. But I've never been to Halloween Horror Nights or the, the they call it something at Disney on Halloween, Mickey's too. Halloween. I for, Mickey's Halloween Night. event, something, you know, yeah. branded with Mickey. <laughs> something, yeah. Um, did your parents ever check your candy for like no drugs? It's so funny. Or razor blades or it, whatever people think are in their children's candy. It's so funny too because that it comes up every year, but it's it's been like factually like stamped and certified by like every news outlet and sort of like organization. They have said there is never like in the history of like the last fifty years of Halloween since since that you know f- old wives tales come up. Never been documented case of tampered candy, like ever. I think there was when I was, I think probably when I was ten or eleven. I think there was one that was like reported on the news that I think was had later turned out to be fake or something. Yeah, but I remember when that happened, people were freaking out because you know one of my kids drugs in his candy too, and, and, and I think that's just kind of stayed since then. I get. I guess it's it's been around since the '80s. Like people have been like, they're gonna put razor blades in your candy. I just I remember and hearing al- it when I was ten for the first time. And also, why would anybody put their expensive drugs in your candy? Like like they always show like the pictures of like you know the gummy worms that are like you know have THC right. in them, and I'm like, why would I give that out to anybody? Yeah, I would keep those for myself. <laughs> like, are you, are you why? I, obviously, you don't do drugs. <laughs> like, it would take some massive form of sadist i i that guess. doesn't really exist in ter- there's i don't think a sadist exists that gives away drugs to harm kids that he or she is not around to witness the harm that it's causing and not like only, that doesn't exist and not only that but like again it's 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 not like fentanyl like they're they're, they're, they're like you're going right. to give my kid weed gummies like <laughs> <laughs> Why would I ever do that? I would take them for myself. And, and, and that, that logic never makes sense. Now, razor blades, yeah, that makes sense. I kill kids. People like killing kids. That's cool. No, never it's happened. not. No, it's not. It's not cool. Figure but, figure out the way to say the sentence the way you want to say it, and then get back to me. Some people have their thing, Kyle. <laughs> I don't want to be a ju- I don't want to be a hater. Um, be a hater. <laughs> it's okay sometimes. This is one of those times. Either way. I, um. But it's literally never happened. Never had a tampered case of candy. And, like, at some point, you've got to think. If there's been so many people on the news talking about it, if someone loves killing kids, like, why not think of that? The best night of the year. <laughs> I'll, get a, I'll get a whole bunch of them. Like, here you go, kids. Raise your blade. And, I mean, how do you do that? Dude, there is. Like, that would take a long process of, you know, like, getting in there and resealing without the package or the candy itself looking tampered. Now, obviously, the kid isn't going to be looking if the candy is tampered. You you have this thing, and this is – I don't know what this is. Maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way, but you think that opening and then resealing something is, like, impossible. Not impossible, but it's – Meticulous? You, you, it's meticulous. Like, it would take so much time to do – like, 
if you're opening one like one little candy thing and then you're like I'm going to open it to where it doesn't look like it opened so I can do this thing inside and then reseal it, right? That is meticulous for even one little package to right. get right. I'm not saying it's not like So like if people are doing this, assumedly they're doing it to a lot of things of candy. That's a lot of time that I don't think anybody's going to care about spending on it. But it's also usually obvious when some package has been resealed. <laughs> some guy's going to be like like doing <laughs> opening the candies and putting his plates in his pieces. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Screw this. I'm just going to stab some kids. I'm just going to curb stomp them. <laughs> you know, I was, I was going to be careful, but this takes too long. This is so mat- the news lied to me. There's no way anybody's done this. <laughs> this is horse shit. <laughs> Oh my god! Dude, you know, there's just no way. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get a whole crew over here working. With me. <laughs> He's gonna hire people to help him kill children. I don't know that many people want to kill kids. It's just me. <laughs> he find he he makes he makes he he hires a bunch of people, like twenty guys. They're all doing this. Hey, what's this for, boss? Don't worry about it. <laughs> you asked too many questions, you Frankie. Too many questions. Here's some more hush money. <laughs> imagine, imagine the police busting like a meth lab, but it's not meth. It's just <laughs> people stuffing razor it's blades. Just people stuffing razor blades inside a Snickers bar <laughs> and resealing it. Technically, there's nothing illegal going on here. You guys just have a weird thing with Reese's. You can't prove we distribute. <laughs> this is in house. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, that that whole the whole myth drives me crazy. And, and and the thing is, why do you think your kid is so important? <laughs> like, like, who? Like, like, why are you so worried? That's a dumb question. <laughs> I mean, I guess it is, but like, <laughs> my baby. Like, I hate. I don't know. I hate that possession thing. It's like you, you, my kid could get hurt. I guess I don't have kids, so I can't really like. Yes, look, there's. There's a difference between the possession thing of trying to ban dodgeball at your school because my kid could get hurt and being worried about razor blades <laughs> penetrating the roof of your child's mouth. I mean, There's a difference between the two. My child could get hurt because the first one is stupid and the second one, while the myth doesn't exist, it's a valid – like there, there's a valid – I don't want my child to get stabbed versus I don't want my child to get hit in the face with a dodgeball. Well, like I still think it's I, th- I still think it's stupid because obviously it's never it's never happened. If they were like, "What? My can- candy tampered tampered candy?" You know, Google. Oh, it's never happened. Okay, my, it's never gonna happen. Like, and if they put like ten seconds of thought into it, like I don't know why, why would you inspect? Like I again, why would you take the time to inspect your kid's candy before they eat it? You know. I'm, That's weird. The, uh, the there's you know there's the paranoid parents. Do your thing. I'm not gonna tell you how to parent your child, but I will. This myth, this <laughs> myth thing is not real stuff. Open, it. just let your kids eat the candy. Yeah, let, let them eat it. But and, and gosh, oh my gosh, do not even get me started on the cavity talk, and and like the whole thing about like eating all your candy in one night. Like, and I know you you always portion your candy out super well. Yeah, I don't like, eat candy that much. You you. Always do like, and and the thing is, I am so not that person. I, I will know. eat every bite of candy I can until like I physically can't, and then I'll wait like twelve hours and then do it again. <laughs> I yeah, no matter how much candy I get, it was always gone within a week. Always. That's crazy. Always. Now there was times where I didn't get a lot of candy, for real. Like I there was like we had a pretty big neighborhood. Yeah. But like there was times where like I didn't get like maybe five pounds of candy and I would like eat it all in one night because I didn't have a lot of candy. But there were times where I had like a really big pellet sack full of candy. I'd eat like <laughs> half of it in one night. No, there whenever I got a lot of candy at Halloween, like there would be there would be some like last until the end of January and February. Yeah. You're crazy. And like I would never dream of I'll get chocolate night. at Christmas you know, uh, Christmas morning, you know, we'll get like, you know, some a lot of chocolates in our stocking and like some of the candy canes were like that stuff will last me till April. I remember going to your house in like August one time and you had an Easter bunny sitting on your, your freaking dress. It's like yeah. hey, that's for Easter. You saving it <laughs> for next year, buddy? I just had Nini, I forgot. You're like, oh, you get it later. <laughs> <laughs> and every time someone pointed out to me, I would be in a, I would just be in a mood of like, I don't want to eat that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat it. And I forgot about it. Tis the season. Tis the season to be spooky now 
this begs the question. Halloween always begs the question for some people. If whether Christmas stuff is okay after Halloween or if Christmas stuff is okay after Thanksgiving. Decorations, songs, what have you. I I know that you're the outlier here in the opposite extreme. People are very weird about Christmas being um like early. Like people don't want to think about Christmas. I'm kind of in that boat for a couple of reasons. Because Halloween is a one month affair. You can't think about Halloween stuff in like November or August. You have like September, like late September and then like October to think about Halloween stuff. And that's right. and that's like the perfect amount of time. But right after October, it's Christmas time, quote unquote. And I cannot celebrate Christmas for that long. No. By the time the week before Christmas gets here, I'm 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 over it. I, I want Christmas to happen. And I can't like I can't get excited about it. It's often because I'm an adult now. It's just completely different. Halloween has not changed a lot for me. Now I will say this. Excuse me. Sorry. It has been like three years since I've celebrated like actual Halloween. Really? I didn't celebrate last year, and in 2019, I don't think I really did anything. I think the year before in 2018, I went out to a really big Halloween party and had a lot of fun. But in 2019, I didn't celebrate. I don't. I don't know why. I don't remember what I was doing or if I had. Just... I also don't remember what I was doing in 2019. I, I must have done something, just by virtue of being here with so many people. I must have done something. I just don't remember what. Yeah, I really don't remember. But I know that I went. I may have went to like another party, a Star Lord or something. Um, but like I was, ho- I was kind of hoping like to get like in on some plans, like that some work buddies are gonna go out and do something. But I, I haven't heard anything. So maybe I'll just. Go peruse and see if I can find a, a place to, you know, party. I don't know. I, I, I've never been that person, but maybe I'll be that person on October 31st. You go out dressed as a risque Star-Lord this time Star-Lord around. With a crop top instead of, <laughs> instead of a, a full-length t-shirt. Maybe I'll do that. And a mask that doesn't cover your lips and their bright red lipstick and their purse the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're handsome. <laughs> um... But yeah, um, you said begs the question and cr- Christmas. So, like I said, Halloween's a one-month affair, and I fully enjoy it for a month. But Christmas is a, a two-month affair because Thanksgiving is kind of a part of Christmas for me. I don't know. Yeah. I, like, I feel like it's a big meal, but like it's got the holiday vibes around it. You it know? does. And so like for me – and plus I, I always bring this up. The chorus background in me, I start rehearsing Christmas music – in in August, yeah. So like, I am always burnt out by the end of the year. So I I, I don't know. I'm kind of the wrong person to ask about this, and I'm kind of like quote unquote giving up on Christmas. Of course not, really. But like, how dare you? I'm gonna try this. Christmas year is the best. And hold out on Christmas music, on like decorations until like week before Thanksgiving. Okay. And then let's see if I can actually fully celebrate and be happy about it. So we'll see. I uh. I know, but we I'm sure say. we talked about it. I, whenever I just shuffle all my music, once August hits, if I shuffle all the music that I own and a Christmas song plays, I don't skip it. I'll let it play and I'll jam with it. And then that's kind of the same for September. And then in October, sometimes I'll just kind of get the fever and I'll go and seek out a little Christmas playlist Mm -hmm. and I'll choose it for myself. And then especially after Halloween through November and December, it's just like, if I'm not listening to a podcast and I'm listening to music, it's probably going to be Christmas music for a while. Yeah. Especially if I'm in the car with people because they need to cheer up. And the Christmas music always achieves that. What's, what's, what's the quote? The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. That's the one. And I agree wholeheartedly. Love singing Christmas music. Christmas music is the best music genre. I don't think it's the best music it's genre. It's the best music genre. Mm-hmm. We're... We're at the end of the podcast, which means this is not up for debate, and the last statement stands, and the last statement is... Gravy boat. (laughs) 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 Yeah, gravy boat is the... The sound bar is the gravy boat of the 21st century. That was the one. (laughs) 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 No, the last statement is that Christmas music is the best genre of music, and that is effect um i want to burn at least 20 more seconds so that we hit the hour mark 
So, how are you, Jacob? I'm fine, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for asking me how I was. You're welcome. Do you have any other costumes other than your Star Lord costume? No, I have to go buy one. Which, to be actually, don't have much money left. I got paid today, and I don't have much money. Left. You need to take a page out of your mama's book and make something for cheap. You Maybe know, go to Goodwill, grab something, repurpose it for something else. Yeah, I could do that. Cool. Cool. All right. That was the seconds burned. We did it. Hey, we did it. That's another high five. Happy Halloween. High high five at the top and a high five at the end of the episode. We should start doing that every time now. We just bookend our (laughs) podcast with a high five. (laughs) Bookends with high fives. I'll add it to the list. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. Uh, That'll do it. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. (laughs) That'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you all next time. Oh, it'll be November next time. Yep. That's crazy. Like, because right now it's the 21st of October. Why are so, you going on that? Because I just, it's crazy that uh, that November is already going to be marked by this podcast, which we've already recorded. Yeah. This is so far in the future, but also not. We're, we're, we're pros at this. It's been a while since we had a couple, you know, in the back pocket, just ready to get logged out. Right. Anyway, I'm, I'm rambling on the microphone. I shouldn't be. Bye. Later.